This is something we've been talking about all week long. The big countdown to Sean McBride's top five movies from 2022. He joins us this morning. I thought we were just talking about the weekend coming. <laughs> well, that, that is well. well. Oh, yeah. Believe me, that's at the top of my list <laughs> that I'm looking forward to. But no, I know we've been talking a lot about this mm -hmm. Thursday. Mm -mm. Wednesday, Wednesday yeah. <laughs> you were here with the genres. Yesterday we did 10 through 6. And I have still not looked to see what's in your top five. Our producer even told me today, I was like, I just put it in the 830, so don't look don't if you don't want to know. That being said, we have talked about a couple of these I movies. I do know two are in there. I just yeah. don't know what order they're in. Exactly. So, so let's start at number 10. What you got? Well, number five. Oh. You want to go back and run tomorrow, yesterday? So. No. Number five. <laughs> let's, let's, let's go to number five yeah. this year. Um, I think it is the best foreign language film that I saw this year. This okay. is RRR. Yeah. Uh, this is an Indian language film. It is the uh, highest uh, production value cost, you know, it spent the most money on this. I think it's just visually wonderful. It is so silly and over the top. It is a three hour movie. You can watch this on Netflix right now. Okay. It's basically these two guys there, both superheroes. I mean, the first scene is a guy that he's in a British compound surrounded by a thousands and thousands mm -hmm. of protesters. He grabs a stick and goes out and beats the crowd down. You know, it's one man versus a thousand. Right. And then the next scene is this scene <laughs> right here where the guy is taking on a tiger by himself because of course you can. Um, look, <laughs> it's, it's just so silly and, and over the top. It is based on historical characters, um, these two men who were, became dear yeah. friends, but were also on yeah. opposite sides of a conflict here. And so the one guy is, trying, is a police officer trying to catch the other guy, but what's the real reason going mm -hmm. on? Uh, I just thought it was so much fun. The action set pieces are way over the top. Uh, I never, my interest never flagged for a mm -hmm. second. I, I love this movie. I thought it was a, just a great deal of fun. It is a, it's a foreign language film, but if you watch okay. on Netflix, it's pretty much in English. Yeah, okay, mm -hmm. good to know. And I was gonna say, whenever you talked about this on Wednesday, you had me sold a little bit. So I had a feeling it was gonna be in your top 10. Right, yeah. Uh, number four, I keep wanting to go nine. I don't, I don't know, <laughs> so we can go back. <laughs> so, number four, this and this is a film that I, that I really love, but I will admit this is more of a theater piece in okay. a film form. It's called Women Talking. Mm -hmm. And this won the audience award at the Toronto International Film Festival. It's the story of a Mennonite community and these these women find out that late at night the guys have been dragging the ladies, drugging the ladies, and then sexually abusing them. And so they want the men punished. Well, the elders of the community said, "No, no, the men are coming back, and you have to forgive them," causing the women to sit down and say, "Okay, we have a decision. Mm -hmm. Do we stay in this community, the only community we've ever known, and fight for our rights?" Or do we leave, and if we leave, what happens to the children? Do we get to take our children with them, or do we have to leave them with these men? Um, or, you know, I mean, it's, it's an interesting discussion about sexual abuse and mm -hmm. how people deal with it. It is really well acted. But like I say, it is very much a theater piece, so it's a lot of, it's women talking. Just, you know, you get okay. what the title says. Yeah. So it's basically them all sitting in a barn and talking, and there's some stuff going on here and there, but for the most part, it's just them sitting in the barn. Really great performances, really thought-provoking mm -hmm. film, thorny issue. I, I really, really enjoyed this movie. Okay, you already answered my question, because I was going to ask, not as a, I'm not a big movie watcher, so I was wondering, what's a theater piece compared to yeah. a movie piece? But just a lot of talking, a lot of discussion. Yeah, it doesn't have a lot of big cinematic, you know, sure. the women never go and hit a tiger in the face in this one, you know. <laughs> fair enough, fair <laughs> okay. enough. Uh, number three. Number three, we've also talked about, this would be Top Gun Maverick. Okay, uh, yep. Yeah, this is, a, I just think this is a really well-made oh, yeah. popcorn movie. 
right? And mm -hmm. so, look, the American film industry makes, you know, genre pictures very well. Mm -hmm. And this one isn't trying to be high art. It's not trying to, you know, find an emotional core. No, no, it's supposed to make you excited, get you cheering for the, you know, the yeah. air, the dog fights and whatnot. I, I just think they did it so well. I, I was sitting there going, okay, this is a hard movie to top. Everyone loves the original yeah. Top Gun. Everyone loves Tom Cruise. How do you how do you improve on that? How do you keep the sequel going? A lot of times sequels are, are pale imitations of the oh, original yeah. film. This one I think is actually better than the first film because you know I went back and watched the first film in preparation for seeing this and I thought, oh, this film actually has some problems. Mm -hmm. It doesn't age very well. But I, I loved all the stuff they did. I loved what they did with Val Kil Kilmer's character. Oh yeah. I mean, so much of this film, the action, the music, the sound effects, the action spectacle, and Tom Cruise, of course, is the special effects unto himself, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I just think it's a really well-made movie from a craftsmanship point of view. Mm -hmm. And I think we have to honor that, uh, particularly in the American film industry. You know what I also think they did a really good job of for this movie too, is kind of drawing in maybe a younger crowd who hadn't seen the first Top Gun yeah. and bringing them into the theaters. I, I kept talking to, you know, like I've got some nieces and nephews. And yeah. Did you see this? Well, they never saw it, you know, and they, they knew about it, but they're mm -hmm. too young to see it in theaters. They may have seen snippets of it on TV, but they never really saw this right. movie. Right. So, uh, and it was kind of nice to watch them get excited about it as well. Oh yeah, it was a good one. Number two. Okay, the number two film of the year. This is one that some weeks it's my number one, some weeks it's my number two. But this was probably the best time I had at the movies all year. It's everything, everywhere, all at once. Okay. And this I saw in a festival situation. Admittedly, the crowd was half drunk when they saw this. So they were cheering and whooping. But what a fun, fun film. It's Michelle Yeoh. Um, she is playing a dry cleaner. They're going through. They're having some tax problems. Jamie Lee Curtis there. She's playing the um, the IRS agent, and Michelle Yeoh realizes that. Well, her life may not be great on this plane of existence, in the multiverse, she may be a different person with different skills that she can bring to bear on these problems. Sure. And so it's kind of a sci-fi thing. And so suddenly she is, uh, you know, suddenly she's a rock mm -hmm. instead of a person, or suddenly she's got hot dog fingers. You know, it's, <laughs> okay. it's so strange and out there. It's such a gonzo stuff. And then of course there's the martial arts element and stuff. It's, it's got great performances. It's so inventive. The Daniels, two uh, to directors named Daniel, mm -hmm. they call them the Daniels, made this film. I thought they were just so creative, so much fun to watch. Um, and Michelle, Michelle Yeoh, who has never received an Academy Award you know, before, mm -hmm. so we think she's actually, it's between her and Kate Blanchett, who's oh, wow. gonna get the Academy Award for Best Actress this year. But mm -hmm. uh, boy, I really, really enjoyed this movie. So silly. Um, it, it, to, quite a, to be honest, so stupid at times, but I'm it, sure, it's yeah. like grin-inducing stupidity. Oh, yeah. I, I enjoyed so much of this movie. Um, like I said, I saw it. it's better if you can see this in a yeah. crowd with a bunch of other people, but uh, it's also worth seeing at home I'll on home streaming. Certainly looks like you don't know what's going to happen next. Well, no, the not hot dog at, fingers. Not at all, yes. Yeah, no, I would not <laughs> expect that. Okay, well, the number one, you going back and forth. What beat that out? Hold on, I'll get you a drum roll. There we go. That's what we need. So. Uh, this is Martin McDonough's The Banshees of Inisherin, and okay. this is a film that I, I saw and within seconds I was grinning. It's a very black comedy. Mm -hmm. It's a very Irish comedy. Uh, it's the story of two friends. They're just best mates and for years they've spent their afternoons at the pub, you know. And then one day the Brendan Gleeson character tells the Colin Farrell character, yeah, I'm done. I don't want to be friends anymore. 
which sends well, Colin Farrell's character into a tailspin. What did I do? Of course, exactly. And it sends the entire island of Inisherin, the little island off the coast of Ireland. Uh, what's going on? Why are, you, why are you two rowing? You know, what's going on? Why mm -hmm. are you fighting? I didn't do anything. Yeah, he didn't do anything. The other guy just wants to move on with his life. And then things get really weird and <laughs> and black and bleak after that, to the point where there's, you know, <laughs> I, I won't spoil anything. But <laughs> but I sat there with a grin, saying, "This is such a." You know, it's two bullheaded guys mm -hmm. doing stupid things that are acting against their self-interest. Um, I just, I thought it was charming. I thought it was, I mean, I have a kind of a dark sense of humor, so, you know, that sure. might help. You, if, you, if you like light and fluff, fluffy comedies, this may yeah. not be the movie for Maybe you. Maybe not the one. But I just sat there, you know, they, they, they do a whole thing on, are you rowing? Are you mm -hmm. rowing here? No, I'm not rowing. You know, I don't. Yeah. And, and it's like the term rowing just becomes, oh, that's such a fun little thing. It becomes an <laughs> ongoing gag. Really enjoyed Banshees of Inisherin. Okay, well there you go. That's the top five picks of the year from Sean McBride, the movie guy. Mm -hmm. Maybe the most trusted movie critic here. On, on Channel 6? Well, that's for <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> we thank you for uh, being here, and uh, we'll see you next year. See you for next some year. New